All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve. With me always is Taz. Hey, what's up, folks? All right, man, it's been a while. Been a minute. <laughs> Since been a minute. what, uh, week seven? Right. Wow. And now it's bowl week? Right. Dang. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. We've had some time off. We've had a lot of a lot of different avenues and things that we've been having to deal with that we haven't been able to focus and have time or the health to get around to having something new for y'all every week but hopefully all that's past us now and we can get into it and we're going to keep y'all energized and hyped up throughout the off season also too so just because the season's going to end doesn't mean that we're going to end well i mean really if you think about it so you're around thing now exactly which makes it a lot easier yeah all these uh, different (laughs) changes being taking place but we'll we'll get into that oh yeah all right, so in this episode, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about the playoffs now that all those have been set up and what it would look like if it was a 12-team playoff this year and not two years from now. And we'll talk about them expanding the playoffs. And then the second part, the latter part of the show, we're going to talk about um, the Heisman Trophy that was given out last night, who won it, who maybe should have won it, and then looking into the next season on – 2023 on some dark horses and who will probably be the favorite going into it so all right we'll we'll go ahead and get started with this expanded playoffs taz they finally decided to expand the playoffs to 12 teams finally and uh we get to get it a a little early uh since uh the rose bowl decided to to get in the fold Mm -hmm. and uh so we're starting with in 24 yes in 24 so one more year of the 14 playoffs and then <clears throat> then it opens up. Yeah, man. So then, uh, so teams will be uh, trying to prepare themselves for the twelve team playoff, jockeying for position. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's gonna be tough because there's constant change. Oh yeah, you and know? then in twenty four, not only does it it go to twelve teams, but then the college football video game finally comes back. Right, right, it does. Right. So that'll be exciting and interesting too. Definitely. What is it twenty four, twenty five? That is the USC. Yeah, yeah, they'll end up moving in 25 is what they're saying. So they're 25, and what about Oklahoma, yep. Texas to SEC? They're still saying 25, right. so we'll just have to see. I don't I don't know how that's going to work out, but right. I mean, I think they ought to just all, if, if 24 is the day, let's just all shuffle all this and get this stuff out the way for yeah. 24, yeah. go into 24, whole new landscape, whole right. new layout, and just roll with it like that. Right. Now, the one thing I do like about the 12-team playoff mm-hmm. is that they did it the way like we talked about, right. where I always wanted, and I was a big fan for this, was that they would take the six conference champions mm-hmm. and then six at large, right. because there's only five real Power Five conferences. Right. So it kind of still does give everybody a shot right. to an extent. I mean, at least the conference winners, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I mean that that'll even it out and make it a little more fair. And then now you know that okay, like this year, a Tulane would have made the playoff, right? You know, or last year. I mean, well, Cincinnati would have made it right. regardless, and they finished in the top four anyways. But mm-hmm. but still, I mean. Even in this sense, like, yeah, maybe T- Tulane will get into the playoff and get rolled. But they at least you can at least go to all these different schools and say, okay, look, you do have a chance to make the playoff. Right. Now, once you get there, <laughs> it's all right. on you. Right. Now, 
Do you think this changes the mindset of, I guess, players now? Because there's a lot, like, even this year, a lot of players are opting out for the bowl game. Mm-hmm. So now with them actually having an opportunity to be in the playoffs, um, you'll probably still have some opt-outs. Yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, it's just say, for instance, now this Enigma. Yeah. Is, you know, it's going to sit out and Ohio State's actually in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it'll be, I don't, I don't think that's going to be the norm, though. Right. Uh, especially in the playoff part of it. I don't, I don't think that'll be too much of the norm. Yeah. You would think they were, you know, play, you know, yeah. so the opportunity to be in the playoffs, try to get and see how far you go. Yeah. Um, there, there'll probably be some rare occasions, but I think now you won't have as many guys opting out. Yeah. No. And, and his is a, a, I think his is a different, uh-huh. situation because he really didn't play all year right you know i think if he was playing all year uh-huh. and he is you know will probably be one of the top receivers taken uh-huh. i don't think he would have sat out if he would have played more consistently through the year right. i mean he played what a quarter and a half against notre dame and i think it was like two other games he came out right. ran a couple of routes right. so i mean i think if he played more throughout the year right you know i don't think he would have um, so what about what about now? I mean, what does this do for the transfer portal? Whereas, I mean, you still have this transfer date. Well, it's forty five days. Yeah. But you have the option to get in early mm-hmm. during the time of the playoffs. If these guys do enter that portal, now some teams are allowing them to play. Yeah. But there are probably going to be some guys that hit the portal that may not play for that team in the playoff time. I mean. It's just it's just something to think about. Yeah. If you hit the portal early and some guys want to get in the portal early in that first wave. Yeah. Versus I mean, it's okay, I guess, for guys that don't make the playoffs. Yeah. You know, of course, they're gonna be hitting that first wave. Mm. What do these guys do that are actually in the playoffs? Do they wait to after the playoffs and hit that second wave? Or, you know, it's something for them to think about. Well, and it goes down to it. Is it about me or is it about the team? Well, lately you've been looking, it's about me. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and we'll, we'll not talk. We won't touch right. too much onto it because we'll do a whole episode about that. Because right. we could talk for as we have for hours about that. Definitely. And because like I understand, like, and I'm all for it. I mean, I don't mind the transfer thing. You know, hey, if you sign with a school, you get there. The fit just ain't right. The right. feel ain't right. Maybe right. a coaching change, something like that. Right. And you want to move around. That give an opportunity to play because players want to play. Right, I'm all for that. The one thing I don't like is these kids that every single year they're going to a different school. Yeah, I mean this isn't open tryouts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, and you can't put the whole oh because I, mean, I ah like I said we'll, well, we'll, we'll touch talk on about that. that on we'll touch on episode. that. I just want to just kind of bring it up that way, you know, because it's fresh in my mind right now. Yeah, and that along with the coaches also because they're going to be coaching changes. Oh, of during course. this time yeah. period, coaches that are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, so, well, a lot of the coaches end up staying for the playoffs, and then after the playoff, they'll do split duty up to it. And then once the game's over, then they'll go full-time to their other job. Sort of like what Dion's doing now at Colorado. Right. Because, like, there's offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators going to get head coaching jobs that they're still going to allow to be their OC or DC throughout the playoff right. push. And then once the playoff run ends, then they'll go 100% that way. Yeah, but it's bowl games. But I'm talking playoffs. Because it may, you may well, run yeah. deeper. You may run deeper is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because think about it. I mean, if... if if you're taking another job and but we're in the playoffs, mm. I mean, am I going to stick with you or do I just say, hey, just go ahead and go, and then we'll do an intern? I mean, it's it's worth <laughs> both. I mean, 
You know what I'm saying? Ask Nick Saban how that worked out. That's what I'm saying. But you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, that happened. But at the same time, you also he got a replacement in the process. Oh, of course. But I mean, if if Lane Kiffin would have stayed, right. they would have beat Clemson that year. Right. They would have. Right. It's just but, something that's kind of future. Something we'll talk about in the future. Yeah, and I mean, right. like I said, that's how they've done it. Some of them have done. They've done it both ways yeah. in the past. But Some I'm just of saying, them, if you're leaving me, yeah, for another job, it's like. No, I, I I was still if I was still want you there. If you're my offensive coordinator, right? And now all of a sudden I get okay, you got an opportunity for another job. Great. Where the hell am I going to find someone to be my offensive coordinator now in the biggest game of the year? If right. I'm the head coach, right. I would prefer you to stay. I would prefer I you would to stay, but I, for I the mean game. the early part, the coaches would be eliminated. But those other coaches that aren't eliminated during that process, like I said, you still have to balance. Oh, yeah. The portal and all that other stuff, yeah. along I mean, with being in the playoffs. Yeah. And if yeah. you think about it, that's what a lot of these big schools that have been in these Final Fours have had to deal with that. Right. So I don't think that, that part with the coaching part will be too much, you know what I'm saying, swinging the gate here or there. I think yeah. it'll just mainly come off of the preference of the, the coach and the head coach to be like either, hey, you know what, if you want to work both sides of the fence while right. you're here, I'm good with it. Right. We'd like to have you. Or... It might be a Lane Kiffin, Nick Saban thing, and Nick's like, no, get the hell out of here. Right. You know? And it costs Nick Saban a national championship. Oh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> so. He can agree on that one. Exactly. <laughs> but one of the other things, though, that I do like about with this expansion is using the bowl games, right. the New Year's Six bowl games. Now, that's one of the likes that I have is in 2024, the quarterfinals, not the first round games, because first round games will be on in campus. Mm -hmm. But the quarterfinal games will be at the Fiesta, the Peach, the Rose and the Sugar. Right. And then the semifinal games will be at the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. And then the national championship game will be in Atlanta where right. they play everything in college football. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how they implement the bowl games into that. I do because really if you think about it, these bowl games have just as much to do with this playoff expanding as that TV money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's why I think a lot of people ain't realizing that these New Year's Six bowl games and I've heard people already talking. They're like, oh no, first two rounds ought to be on campus sites and then only the semifinals should be played at the bowl game. And then the national championship on a neutral site. Right. There's no way, like in 24, looking mm -hmm. at it, that you're going to go off and you're going to tell the Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl, oh, guess what? I know you're invested money and resources and all mm -hmm. this and this expansion, but you're only going to get one game every three years. No. That, no. That's big money. That's advertisers. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll shut the thing down. Right. They would if it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And then I heard another argument's sake that was like, oh, well, if I finish fourth, then I got to play my, my my first playoff game on a neutral site at a, at a bowl game. But if I finish fifth, I get to host a playoff game in my home stadium. Right. If you finish fifth, you got to play an extra game. Right. More games equals more opportunities to lose. Right. That's why a lot of schools didn't even want to have conference championship games back in the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you watch that that, that um, SEC thing about them, 
how they fought. They didn't want the SEC championship game. Like no. Spurrier said, one more game gives me one more chance to lose. Right. And ends up ruining your chances at a playoff or a national championship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, I like how they implement the bowl games into into the playoff system. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have a voice regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with those advertising. Like, hey, man, uh, we've been holding this thing down for years. Oh, you yeah. Know, they kick out big money from those bowl games also. Oh, big, big money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. They're not going to have, like in this in this case, this year, they're not going to have a um, North Carolina versus Oregon in the Sugar Bowl. Right. They, they're not going to. No. You're not going to have lower-ranked teams that are ranked almost in the 20s, mm-hmm. or if even ranked, because now the top 12 are going to the playoffs. So the highest-ranked team you could even hope to have will be number 13. Right. And they're not going to do that. No. They ain't. There's no way. And I don't blame them. I mm-hmm. wouldn't either. Mm-mm. I'd be like, look, I'm just as into this and invested as this as them TV people are. Right. You know? Right. So with this, how do you think they will do in scheduling? Will we get more bigger regular season games now that there's more spots available? I still think you're going to get a, a, a host. Well, by default, you're gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of games that consider Notre Dame. You still get mm. those games, yeah. And you'll still get some. I mean, they're they're gonna be probably up and down based on coach teams. That you you still get rivalry week, yeah. But will we get these big, just random like the Oregon Georgia or Penn State Auburn? Will we get games like that? Ohio State Washington. You know what I'm saying? Possibly, possibly. You know, because like I said, like like we we know now, um, a lot of these things are done way in the future. You know? Oh yeah, of course. You know these games are down the line. I mean, they booked all this in the in twenty thirties already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. So at least to that to the near future, yeah, of course you're still going to see them. Mm. But it can be a situation to where yeah, you just you schedule another Power Five. Yeah, that may not at the time. Um, well, yeah, I yeah, I know, mean, we don't know how they'll end up. But I'm saying, just talking about brand names, like yeah, and you know blue bloods. I mean, yeah. which you rarely see a lot of blue bloods anyway. Yeah. I think occasionally, occasionally you still see them. I think there'll still be a few of them. Yeah, because see, like yeah. my outlook on it always was, I the hell with that. Right. I schedule three cupcakes and just hope to go undefeated. Right, I am. Um, yeah, because I I've never believed. Well. I guess it kind of did work out this year because mainly it was who did you beat, not who right. did you lose to. Right. You know, when they were trying to split hairs on who they put into the playoff. Right. It was because when you start looking at it, and I guess this will intertwine into the scheduling, mm-hmm. when they talked about putting Alabama in over Ohio State, well, if you start to pull it up and you look at it, mm-hmm. what was Alabama's best win? Right. With Mississippi State and who was it? Uh, Texas. Texas, yeah. It finished 20th and like 23rd. Right, right. And then you look at Ohio State best wins was against um, Penn State and Notre Dame. But uh, what about what about this? Because this is something that you, you advocated for, mm. having one division. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of that. I do right. like that. Right, now. I do. This year, it came into play. Mm. Utah and Washington. Yeah. Yeah. You see, and they didn't play each other, Mm-mm. but it came down to percentages. Yeah, on the common opponents. And right. I think it was the Arizona State game 
that Washington loss is what cost them a chance at the playoff right. or the championship right. game. But what if they played the out of conference game and won that one? Well, wow. you know, a decent out of conference game. It could have boosted them. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, and that, and what I know, um, the Pac 12's won. The Big 12's Big 12, won. Yeah. ACC next year will be one. Right. They're eliminating right. So you're going to see more in the yeah. Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I could never figure out who was in the coast. Because it's gonna, the I think it's going to come more into play now who you play also because you got 12 vouching, well, 12 spots, but you have 25 plus vouching. Yeah. For those spots. Oh, yeah. Now, if I'm still the hanging around 15, 16 all the time. Mm-hmm. Do I schedule someone, bigger team, to kind of boost that? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? B- boost that resume versus, okay, I'm just going to just say, I'm just going to throw some teams out there. I'm not knocking anybody, mm-hmm. you know, but a team that's normally not there, just say Virginia, you just, I'm saying Virginia, this yeah. is Syracuse anyone. Syracuse mm-hmm. in the Power Five. Yeah. But Syracuse just played their regular schedule mm-hmm. and just say they go undefeated. But, you know, you're still going to have some voters leery of, of just Syracuse. You know oh yeah, saying? you can lose maybe one, maybe two games with Syracuse, and it's like you know, uh, you may not get that 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 vote. No, I mean that's what would have happened with Michigan, right? If Michigan did not beat Ohio State, right. Michigan would not have been in the playoff like Ohio State right. is because they're non-conference. Right? They played Colorado State, mm-hmm. Hawaii, and UConn. They played nobody non-conference. Right. And then, but if your resume is not that good just playing your conference mm-hmm. it's like and you don't play a, a decent non-conference schedule yeah. it may hurt you even to get into 12 oh yeah you know because this year it, it went beyond 12 yeah that could have easily got into the playoffs mm-hmm. oh know? yeah so i think i still think you want to kind of boost it a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? yeah <laughs> and not just sit back and say oh, i'm just gonna go and feed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. I yeah. mean, and that was the same theory that Baylor had when Art Browse was there. Right. Oh, their non-conference at Baylor were garbage. Yeah. It was. I mean, they had to run the table. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's kind of how you build it up. Yeah. I and mean, it's a rarity, I mean, just to run the table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only two of them did it this year yeah. so far. Right. You know what I'm saying? Only one of them made it. Well, maybe one of them. Maybe none of them yeah. end up running the table this right. year. But the one thing I hope with, do you think now – with expanding the 12 teams mm-hmm. that will actually start getting better quality playoff games. I think so for multiple reasons, not just because it expanded, but the way the landscape of college football is now. Mm. I mean, you can just go in, you can build a team in the off season. Oh yeah. And be competitive. If you're, yeah. if your coach is, you know, it's got a good culture, you know, how to, you know, Pretty much built a team. Yeah. And there's some excitement around the team. You know, the stand-up Blue Bloods has been running it for a while. Mm. They're going to be there. They're going to be hanging around there. Mm-hmm. But now, man, the landscapes, I mean, you got, you got some really quality good coaches and some good places that's really to invest some money into them. Yeah. You know, so I think the parity is going to be, it's going to be around for a while. You know, because, and like I said, I mean, you just go, if you're lacking a quarterback, following you, you're just going to pour to get your decent quarterback. Yeah. Fill that spot. Or yeah. just, you know, some other guys in some places where you've been lacking outside of high school recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think the parity is going to be around for a little while. I hope so, because mm-hmm. if you go back, I ran some numbers and was looking at it and everything. 
And you go back and you look at the playoff games that we've had since they expanded to four. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying it was the best one. It was just the top two either because right. there were blowouts there too. Mm-hmm. But once they expanded to four teams, we've had 16 semifinal games. Mm-hmm. And only three of them have been decided by 10 points or less. Right. And then we've had eight national championship games, and only three of those have been decided by 14 points or less. Mm-hmm. But you got to think also up until, you know, what recently, even last year, including mm-hmm. this year, NIL wasn't a factor. No, but, I mean, I'm just wondering if it's going to, balance out to where mm-hmm. we're actually going to have a game worth watching. Right. I mean, because look at the, I'll run through these real quick. Semi-final games. These are the point differentials. Mm-hmm. 39, 7, 20, 38, 17, 31, 6, 18, 11, 27, 35, 6, 17, 21, 21, and 23. Mm-hmm. These is one verse four and two verses three in the country. Right. And the average point differential is 22 points a game. Right. You could say probably <laughs> four of those games by 30 or more. Up to, because I know up until, <laughs> I know up until championship week, you had 12, maybe the 12 teams that you probably could have gotten this year, and maybe a few that lost late. Mm. That out of those 12, I'm just using 12, for example, probably even go beyond 13, that any of those teams could beat any of those teams that's in the top. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, this year, I really, and I had a discussion <laughs> about this with, uh, with, with somebody earlier, and they asked me, they said, so, oh, man, I think this team right here is just going to steamroll through everybody. Mm-hmm. I said, no. I said, and this is, this honestly, mm-hmm. truly, like you was just saying, this is a year that I believe the top four teams that if whoever's playing in that game, if that uh, if both teams, whatever team doesn't bring their A game for that game, mm-hmm. they can lose. Oh, yeah, of course. They can. All four of them yeah. are fully capable any of, of losing. The five, five, six, any <laughs> of them, if they're in those four, uh, four spots, anybody, yeah. if you didn't bring it, you can be getting beat by any of those teams. Yeah, you know? exactly. And like, and that's what I was. That's what I was telling them. I was like, you know, usually every other year, you're like, yeah, it's pretty much this mm-hmm. team is the best team, mm-hmm. or these two teams are probably the best teams, and that's usually how it goes. And then even like that, like even this, and I'm hoping that it's close. All three games are mm-hmm. close because then even from our national championship games, I mean, look at these scores: twenty two points. Then we had a nice little run, five mm-hmm. points, four points, three points. But then the last four years, 28 points, 17 points, 28 points, 15 mm-hmm. points. I mean, pretty much could clearly tell in those five, four, three games or whatever was the Clemson, Alabama's. Right. So we all knew every year, oh, here we go again. It's Clemson, Alabama again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this year, I don't think that's the case. I mm-hmm. don't. And I think I think matchups matter also. <laughs> um how teams uh the the four how they're kind of scheduled. Ohio State has a team, I think pretty much play with any of the teams. Michigan kind of questionable mm-hmm. sometimes with team speed. 
Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think they've gotten better over the years. Yeah. You know, but Michigan. They have a way better team this year than they did last right, year. Right. Because Michigan's main thing was trying to control the line of scrimmage, yeah. play hard-nosed football, good defense, and things of that nature. And they're but, actually better at that this year than last year right, also, too. Right, right. So are. this year they, they draw a team, you know, that they can probably control the line of scrimmage over, mm-hmm. but a team that can put up some serious points. They get hot. See, and that's the same thing, too. <laughs> and that's what I looked at, and that's what I was telling them earlier. Like, they asked me about the Georgia-Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, man, I think Georgia just going to run through that game. I said, oh, so I wouldn't say all that yet. No. I no. told them, I was like, because Ohio State, if they're clicking, they can put up some points. Right, and there's been some teams that Georgia's come out sleepwalking. Yeah, or plays slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then that was the thing, too. I was like, it's going to come down to can Ohio State jump out and get their offense clicking. Right. And also, too, can Georgia do the same thing like Michigan did and rely and come out and lean heavy on the run and try to break Ohio State down like that? Right, right. See, these games, these one-game series now are all tricky versus the in-game, in-season games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only get a matter of days to prepare yeah, for a team. Yeah, a handful of days, four yeah, or five now, days. Yeah, but now, I mean, you probably have a month oh, yeah. to prepare for a team. Now, of course... You know, those teams that have been clicking, they'll probably make some adjustments on tweets, some things they can do better. Mm. But for the most part, it's going to be the same thing. You just got to stop it. Oh, yeah, of you course. Know, they're not going to change much. No. Um, in Georgia's case, it's like, okay, you can, we're going to go to the tight ends. Yeah, exactly. We're going to run the ball. We're going to play good defense. Yep. We're throwing to our tight ends. Yeah. Now, what adjustments will Ohio State make when it comes to the tight ends? Yeah. You know, which honestly I think might be better for Ohio State, right. because they'll probably be able to cover the tight ends better than they can the receivers. Right. I think if they were more spread, it like a TCU, mm-hmm. I think offensively would probably give an Ohio State more of a challenge because of their speed and their receivers. Right. Yeah, I heard this thing that uh, that Holly Rowe or whatever, mm-hmm. she's she was been following TCU and stuff, and they wear those electronic pad things on the on the pads. Right. Mm-hmm. She said they clocked eleven players over twenty two miles an hour. What? That in pads. Yeah, that's team. That's team. <laughs> that's speed. team speed. And that's what I'm saying. It it it, it all positions. <clears throat> the the matchups matter now, you know, because I know I know Michigan's gotten better at that, but you can tell last year, you know, when they played in the, in the playoffs or whatever, they were a little like a step slow, mm-hmm. and you can see it. Yeah. Now, granted. I mean, you know, like I Let said. Let me ask you this, because last year, Alabama's wide receivers that got hurt. Right. And a lot of people, including myself, think that that had a big determining factor on the outcome. Uh, it did. Do you think that this year's Ohio State wide receivers are as good as, or not not better, but maybe right within yeah. range yeah, I think so. of Alabama's I think receivers they have more. for last year? I think they have more. Also, yeah, as far as depth, yeah, right. they have more weapons, right? More depth, right? So, yeah, I think I would say, you know, I'm not comparing them to, you know, well, yeah, to, no, we're meet, not comparing them, but yeah, we're just saying. I think overall, team speed, group, yeah, depth, I think, they, yeah, they can be a serious problem, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, or can will Ryan Day run the damn ball? That too, <laughs> like I said, it's gonna come to that whole style, Ohio State game, gonna come down to, you know, I to me, two factors. I mean, of course, it's a team sport. You got three faces. Oh, of course, yeah. But Ryan Day and uh, CJ Stroud. Yeah. I think that's that's what I think it's going to be. Can he hit his guys? Can he read defense? Can he move the offense? 
will Ryan Day stick with the run game? Even if the first half, if he has 14 carries for 19 yards, will he stick with the run game? This It's hard to say. I mean, because we watched him over the year. Yeah. Um, and this is the only year he's ever gotten away from it. Every other right. year, he's been pretty right. good on being fairly balanced. So, maybe, maybe, maybe that loss has an influence. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because I'm quite sure you're going to go back and watch that tape. Mm-hmm. And, and watch, you know, the offense um, percentage run past. Yeah, because you know? the Heisman Trophy voting's over. Right. So we ain't trying to win this kid a Heisman now. No. You know, You're stats to don't game. mean a damn thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think it's just it's a, he may not admit it. He may have. I don't know. There's some pressure on him. Oh, of course. There's some pressure on him because now there's two, two years in a row you lost to Michigan. Mm-hmm. And fan base is kind of getting restless with that. Yeah. And now you got another opportunity now. Yeah. You 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 placed back in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You didn't win it. You're confident, but you're in there. Yeah. And I from a from a fan fan standpoint, media standpoint, just a football fan head standpoint, eyes are on it. Oh yeah. I mean, does this Ohio State team come out and like last year, mm-hmm. they missed the playoff, they finished fifth, they went to the Rose Bowl, play Utah. Mm-hmm. They went out there and they proved in the in the Rose Bowl last year that this was probably one of the top four teams in the country. Right. And we got snubbed. Mm-hmm. So does this Ohio State come out and say, hey, okay, y'all been talking all this mess, not one that's in here. Mm-hmm. Now we got this shot. Now we about to show you what we can do. Right. And we're about to find out because you get the... Number one team in the country. Number one team in the country. <laughs> so, you know, you, you, you're going to have to get at it quick. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. And, and on Georgia's side, right. uh, I mean, how, how how would you feel if you were Stetson Bennett? I mean, you want to talk about a quarterback that gets no respect. Right. The kids I, lost one game right. in two years. I think I was a little love when it kind of goes to Hamlin. He did get mentioned. Yeah. He got mentioned. Yeah. You know, but, but, yeah. Um, because you know, even with last year, they they really didn't even credit him much. But I mean, you got to mm-hmm. give it to him. He didn't turn the ball over. No, he was efficient in what he did. Mm-hmm. But he was overshadowed by that defense. Oh yeah, of course. You know, and it's almost like he's a victim of his own success, right? Because Georgia does so well in recruiting, right. and because, like you said, their right. defense is solid, and right. they have all these other playmakers and all. And he's a walk on. Mm-hmm. That they tried to run off, and he keep coming right. back. They told and, him, "We don't got a spot for you, son." Right. And normally, like I said, <laughs> and it's, it's weird because normally the quarterback is the one that gets the love. Yeah, and he's like the one quarterback that isn't getting any of the love. Yeah. For I anything. mean, even, even on the team. Yeah, the mm-hmm. tight ends get more love than him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I ain't gonna lie, I didn't think they'd win the national championship last year right. unless that JT Daniels played. Right, right. Well, I mean, but you had the other factors too. You got this. Receivers go down. That hurt Alabama, but well, yeah, of course. But I mean, but he still made plays that he needed to make, yeah, and yeah. that's the thing too. Even this year, right. he's still making the plays he needs to make to win right. games. Right. And this cat's going. Uh, I, I want to say if he wins these next two, it'll be twenty six and one right. at Georgia, back to back national champion in the last two years. Or mm-hmm. right. he's going to go twenty six and one. Right, be a Heisman Trophy finalist. Right, win two national championships. And ain't gonna get not one Mm-mm. bit of credit. They're not putting any stock in. Mm-mm. He's Mm-mm. not gonna go down as one of the greats. He's not gonna Mm-mm. go down as. I mean, in Georgia history, but yeah. outside of that, outside of Georgia, nah. Yeah, you everybody's gonna say, no oh, he was average." Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is that about that? I mean, right. 
Right. That's what I mean. That would suck to be that kid right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good for good for. I'm glad for him. Right. I am. But man, I, I mean, but then you get these other kids and these other mm-hmm. quarterbacks that ain't done a damn thing. Right. They get all these pra- praises. I and, mean, NFL looks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. NFL talks. You know, mm-hmm. they ain't done anything. Yeah. But they had the measurables. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he's tall. He's got big hands. Yeah. You see his broad jump? He can right. jump straight up in the air, four foot. Right. All you need is like. He ain't dunking it. Tom and Shea to like you. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Him and Mel Kiper. I right. can't stand them two. Right. You get I those can't. two. You get those guys that like you. Yeah. Hey. Let shot. me tell you about this guy right here. <laughs> um, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Right. But they, a, they pumped him. Yeah. You got the measurables? Dude, and they're saying now he's they got him ranked as like the number three quarterback in this upcoming draft. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I wonder why he went. And you can put him on the dock and he can't hit the ocean. I wonder why he went, but now I know why he went. <laughs> oh, hell Cause yeah. Because if you, if you right now, you, you're hot at the time. Yeah. That, that's when you Joe. go. <laughs> yeah. That's when you go. You take it while you're, your name's up there. Yeah. You got the value. So. Your completion percentage for the year is like 38%. Oh, it don't matter. He's 6'6", 245, <laughs> runs a four. <laughs> 540. Yeah. Got big hands. Big ass hands. Have right. you seen the hands on that kid? <laughs> like it matters. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if they yeah. like you just get one of those to like you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I wish and I wish Richardson would have stayed. Right. Because I wish he would have been able to develop, develop more. more. I mean, it was yeah. his first year starting too, yeah, yeah. to his own defense. Right, yeah. I first, mean, it wasn't like, like and, you know the debacle that went on in Florida last year. Right. So he didn't have no stability at right. all. No. So, I mean, I wish he would have been able to stay and develop maybe mm-hmm. one more year. And right. I think he would have had a great year. Oh, uh, yeah. And would have been, would have climbed up the, the charts a, right. lot, a lot more. Or mm-hmm. maybe he wouldn't have. I don't know. I mean, he might have had a, a better year next year. Yeah. But because of the kids that were coming out, he might not have climbed up. Maybe he just looked at the class this year and said, right. There ain't nobody but if really you're that coming high this year, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you gotta take it. You gotta take you it. You gotta take it. Yeah. I don't knock him. Yeah. I don't. That's why Spencer Rattler is going to declare for the draft after he beats Notre Dame. <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was the one side and the one playoff game that we have this New Year's Eve, right. and that game's at eight o'clock Eastern on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. The other game we got here, and it's the same thing too. We'll start with Michigan. Michigan, second year in the playoff. And like I said, all this, we're not going to break down all these damn stats and all this other craziness. You'll get that from all these other media outlets and stuff like that. We're just going to tell you what we think about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you look at it like a Michigan, the second year, okay, we're back. We got embarrassed last year against Georgia. And they pretty much got the ball ran down their throat last year. And I think that from what I heard, that that motivated them into this season. Okay, we got to get more physical up front. We got to get more stronger. And I think they are better this year than what they was last year. And that's interesting. Um, you didn't know what to expect from them um, with the off, not only the, the season that they had last year, but the off season that they had yeah. um, with the, the hardball thing. Um, yeah. And, and, of course, you're losing Not being there for National Signing Day. Right, but you're losing coordinators also Mm -hmm. in the process of you losing coaches. So you had no idea what to expect. I knew they had some some guys coming back. They had two Mm -hmm. bench quarterbacks. So, I mean, both got playing time. Oh, yeah. So you just had to 
decide on one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? he had to pick one. But um, yeah. yeah, that was bad. Of course, you know the offensive line was solid, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew one of the top receivers. Uh, yeah, Ryan he Bell, ended up coming back. Yeah, he was yeah. injured early yeah. in the season. So, but I knew that dude. He was a deep threat early mm-hmm. on. Oh yeah, but they lost him, and that kind of it really affected the offense. You yeah. know, the rest of the season. So they turned to a baby of more run heavy offense and pass oh yeah offense, so yeah and i mean that kid that they have playing quarterback now he can make some throws he can i mean he's proven that mm-hmm. but and then this comes back into like we was talking about how all both these teams have advantages and disadvantages right with michigan can michigan come out establish the run mm-hmm. and dominate up front and not fall behind tcu yeah that's that's the interesting thing. And like I said, these games can go so many different ways starting I know. out. That's what's know. awesome about it. Yeah, it is. It's cool. <laughs> you don't know what to expect. Not only that, you you've been off for a little while uh-huh. also. Um, so you hadn't been really tackling. That's Mm-mm. another big part. You really hadn't been tackling your own guys much. You are getting healthier, which is a plus. Yeah. You know, because both teams are getting healthy now. Everybody's banged up this time of year. Mm-hmm. So you may may possibly get some guys back that you wouldn't normally have, you know, with this delay, you know, with yeah. bowl games and stuff like that. So, And you shouldn't have guys, you know, sitting out bowl games now. No. So you should have your full roster. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. You know? And then it's the thing, too, and then from TCU side of the mm-hmm. ball, you cannot, and it finally caught up with them oh, in yeah. the last game. You can't continue to fall behind 10, 14 points a game and expect to keep coming back. Eventually, your luck's going to run out, right. and it did. Yeah, and you're wasting a lot of energy. That, too. Yeah. And they were fortunate enough to still get into the playoff, which mm-hmm. I think they should have made it. These right. four teams that are in there, I'm right. fine with being in there. Definitely. I am. Like I said, I'm perfectly fine with where they are. Maybe I would have shuffled up the rankings a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's a different argument. But TCU, you cannot fall behind Michigan by 10, 14 points in the second half. Mm-mm. What the TCU needs to do is jump up on Michigan by 10 to 14 points because I don't believe that this Michigan team is built to come back from a deficit like that. Yeah, Um, and limiting the explosive plays. That's what what got Ohio State. Mm -hmm. It was explosive plays in that second half. Oh, yeah. second half. Yep. They kind of took the steam out of uh, Ohio State. So if they can do that and kind of limit their explosive plays, you know you're going to get explosive plays. Oh, yeah, of course. You yeah. Know? And, uh, tr- yeah, try to take Michigan out of the game. That's the thing. Can TCU stop the run against Michigan like they did against Texas? In that Texas game, Texas ran the ball 28 times for only 22 yards. Yeah. I think it's going to be a challenge because this Michigan O-line and tight ends, they're big. Oh yeah, they're big. TCU guys are, are probably more, you know smaller, mm. built for more pass defense than running. Yeah, defense. more speed. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be a challenge for them. The offense is going to have to help them out. Like oh, you said. did you see that formation they lined up against against Purdue on the goal line? They had like seven offensive linemen in there, and then another one playing fullback. Right. And I mean, it was just. A whole lot of man on the line. A whole lot of weight. You know, you got you got to get some of this. You know, and then like I said, the way they're built, mm-hmm. you know, it's built more of a pass defense than a than a than a balanced defense. Yeah, 
Well, because for what they play in, in right. the Big Twelve or whatever, right. which I understand. Yeah, but that's yeah, see, that's the challenge when now when you're doing these playoffs now. Yeah, but styles make fights. It, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that that fight can go out of the way. Yeah, it just depends <laughs> on how committed and true that they end up staying to it. All right. So, do you want to make a prediction? Let's make a prediction. The hell with it. Come on. Let's make a prediction for the two semifinal games in the national championship. All right. Who you got? Oh, you want me to go first or you want to go first? You can go. I'm still thinking. All right. I'll go first. All right. So, here we go. Heard it here live. I think in the Georgia-Ohio State game, I'm, I'm going to go out and I'm going to say I think Ohio State is going to win that game. Right. Now, remember, my – Preseason right. championship pick mm-hmm. was Ohio State and Alabama. Right. So I still kind of got a dog in the fight. So right. I got to ride this boat. Right. Right. I got to ride this boat till it sinks to the bottom. So right. <laughs> I got right. a new lease on life on this one. Right. So I'll probably I'll take. I think Ohio State gets it together. They get their offense clicking, and I think their offense is just a little too much for Stetson Bennett. And then on the other side of the bracket, man. I I know who you like on the other side. Oh yeah. So that's what call on. I would side. You know what? I'll go this way. I'll do it this way because I know how you'll probably go with it. Right. Just for good discussions. Right. Um I'll take Michigan over TCU. Mm-hmm. I think the physicality, they're gonna lean on them, mm-hmm. they're gonna run on them, and they're just gonna just choke them out like that. And then <laughs> the national championship. I got the rematch. The rematch. The game. Right. The rematch in L.A. And this time, it ain't like it was the last time. It's like it been the previous nine years before last year. Right. And I got Ryan Day winning that damn chip finally Mm. and saving his job. That's who I got. So you took took Ohio State, Michigan, and then Ohio State. The rematch. Okay. Okay. What you got? Yeah, I would. Right now, I'm leaning toward because what we discussed earlier, uh-huh. it's the consistency of Destin Bennett. If I had to look at the two quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it's, it's no match as far as consistency. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get from CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got weapons galore. Yeah. But you don't know what you're going to get from <laughs> Destin. You know pretty much what you're going to get. Yeah. He's going to take what you give him. Mm-hmm. You know, the offense is going to take what you give him. They got, they got deep threats offense. I mean, as far as wide receivers on the offense, um, they occasionally use them. But, you know, the main thing is we're going to run the ball at you and we're going to force you to take away our tight ends. So you already know you got you have mismatches with the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going to be doubling up with the tight ends. So there's going to be someone free one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as their receivers, they, they got a couple guys that can beat. They can beat your receivers on the outside. Cause yeah. Because with those tight ends now, Getting downfield, I mean, Byers can take it eighty yards. Oh yeah, easy. of course, yeah. That's a grown ass man. You're not gonna, you're not gonna have that safety in that box like that because you need him over the top. Yeah. And if you get a mismatch with him on a uh, a linebacker, yeah, or even receiver, it's like, dude, it's a no win situation. Oh yeah. You know, he's too big for a defensive back. Mm-hmm. He's too fast for a linebacker. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, the safety's yeah. gonna be helping at some point. Yeah. You got another freak over here, mm-hmm. Washington number zero. He's gonna be a problem for somebody. Size wise, yeah. same thing. He's too big for a cornerback. Mm-hmm. 
you know, probably too big for a safety. Depends on the size of your oh, safety. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. And so you got two guys in a mismatch so that you got to keep an eye on, even before you even try to focus on the run game. Yeah. And Stetson Ben's pretty much going to take what you give you. While you're focusing on all that, the dude can scramble. Yeah. He can he can get he can get a first down. Oh yeah. You know, so I think consistency wise, and I think consistency wise with Georgia's defense, I'll take Georgia Ohio State. All right. Um of you course on the other side. Oh, part two. Yeah. Um I'm I'm taking I'm taking uh TCU. Riding with him. I'm riding with him, man. Heck yeah. TCU, like I said, even with that game with K State, mm-hmm. I knew going in, I said, You're gonna have to play them sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. You got to play 60 minutes. I don't care what team you play, yep. 60 minutes, because you got to focus on them. They're coming back. Oh, yeah. It depends on how far back they are. <laughs> 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 you know? Oh, they're going to make what we call, what we call the, um, oh, man, um, momentum swings. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a momentum swing. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a it, lot of those point, in their games. It yeah. just depends when it takes place. Yep. So, and what, this, and what the score is, mm-hmm. you know, because they're going to make a shift. So, I'm rolling with them. I think Michigan, like I said, Michigan whole thing was their focus was Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, the whole season, it mattered, but it didn't matter. No. Unless you got past Ohio State. Yeah. That was their big thing right yep. there. So they crossed that hurdle. They did a, a lot better job than what I thought. Oh, yeah, me too. You so know. you think they're going to have a letdown against TCU? I don't think it's a letdown. I think it's a, it's, a, it's going to be an adjustment period also yeah. Um, for what for what they bring to the table. I think Ohio State, if they're more consistent mm. in their offense, yeah. it, it would have caused more problems because, I mean, with the receivers they have, TCU's got some dudes too. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah they got dudes who can get down the field, get mm-hmm. over, make you miss, and get out of there. Yep. Same thing with the, the quarterback. He can make plays with his legs. Running back can make plays. So they have they have a, a plethora of players that can make some, some problems yeah. um, for Michigan. Now it's going to come down to can they get the mismatches and can Michigan cover them? Yeah. You know? All right. So in LA, in the right. championship game, mm-hmm. you got Georgia versus TCU. Who you got? Georgia versus TCU. It's interesting right here. I'm going to go with, you know, I probably, man, it's tough. Mm. I've been riding with TCU. But I see this matchup as a problem for TCU. Yeah. You know, because Georgia's got to make sure, they got to make sure things. They're like part TCU, part Michigan, mm. or I can use Ohio State also, because they have they have a a great defense. Mm. They have mismatch problems with tight ends. They can run the ball. Mm. They got a quarterback consistent, and they have some some outside deep threat guys. And you have a championship type coach that's been there and done that. You know what they don't got? Several times. What's that? Cinderella on their side. They don't, man. Sometimes you need that glass slipper. They do. That will overcome a lot. They do, man. But you So know. are you going to go with your team you've been riding with, or are you going to I'm riding. go with Georgia? I'm riding TCU. You All know? right. I mean, I ain't, I ain't no hater or nothing, but, you know, I'm a gator. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'll side with them before I side with Georgia. So, But uh, I, I, I still see Georgia as a serious, serious problem, but. At the oh, same time, I think Sonny Dykes and yeah. put together. Uh, <laughs> now, see, and then this man. is the crazy part, just like we was talking about. Right there, mm-hmm. we just made an argument for all all four teams right. either winning or losing these games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. When usually it would be like, 
Oh no, this team like last year, Maybe Alabama versus Cincinnati. Right. You're not going to sell me on any opportunity. Cincinnati had no. to win that game. No, <laughs> no. Or a Notre Dame team that goes undefeated and then gets waxed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You you could never sell me on what either. You know what I'm saying? What they would have to do to win the game. Right. So now here's something crazy. If it did expand to the 12 teams like it is in 2024, mm-hmm. now like we got right here, we got Georgia one. Michigan two, TCU three, Ohio State four. Right. If it was the twelve team, it would be Georgia one, Michigan two, Clemson three, right. and Utah four. Right. Because they're conference champions. Yeah. Because they're actually the conference champions. Right. And then that would have slid K State in at number nine. Mm. It would have. So the matchups we would have had if it expanded, which would have been I think great matchups too, and right. maybe just because of the way this year played out, you would have K State at Tennessee. Now, granted, Hooker ain't there, so yeah, I just think know. they have a, a operational offense. Yeah, yeah, but you would get that game. Winner of that game would get Georgia. Mm. Then you would have number twelve Tulane at number five TCU, mm. and the winner of that game would get number four Utah. Right. Then Penn State would go to Ohio State, so it'd be a rematch, which that was a close game until the fourth quarter mm-hmm. when they played. And the winner of that game would play number three, Clemson, mm-hmm. which I think whoever won that game would steamroll Clemson. I don't know. They did make the quarterback change. Though. I know, finally. <laughs> so finally. They wouldn't be playing the same Clemson. Yeah. Right. And then the last matchup you would have, you'd have USC at Alabama, mm-hmm. and the winner of that game got Michigan. Right. That'd be some really good playoff matchup. I can't wait for the whole 12 Yeah, because see what's going to happen, like I said, outside of the uh, top four. Mm. These other teams, it's going to be week-to-week adjustments. Oh, yeah. You're not going to have the, all that extra time off the practice and schema. Mm. I mean, you're going to be like week-to-week. Once I finish with this team and win this game, I got to get right to the next team. I got to oh, start yeah. scouting them. You know, so the week-to-week, like I said, a one-game Playoff, I mean, it's, it's going to be some some interesting games and some upsets. Oh, yeah. You know, week and to week. I wonder how they're going to do this, this schedule in itself, mm-hmm. adding that extra game. or Because I've heard different things. I've heard of moving week one up into where week zero is, right. playing championship weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend, instead mm-hmm. of that being rivalry weekend, mm-hmm. and then starting the playoffs after that, and then... You have the the home team ones, then the semifinal ones around the fifteenth, and then or the quarterfinals around the fifteenth, then the semifinals on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, mm-hmm. and then the eighth or the ninth or whatever it ends up working out in January is a championship game. Right. I mean that's what Division Two is doing it now. Yeah. Like you that's know? the way I would probably yeah, do it. I would on, just move it yeah. up and start early. Yeah, they're starting on championship. Weekend, yeah, it's their playoffs. So. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's when they start their playoffs. So and, I think that's how. Yeah, and their top four has bye weeks also, right? Uh, shoot, there's I weird. Think, I, I, I saw a thing or whatever. But I think they have they have guys they have teams that are by, have bye. Oh weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you get you get teams that get buys, but I think uh, yeah, like the top eight get the top buys. Eight have buys. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a weird system. It's a twenty four team bracket. It is. Oh, okay. They're doing 24 to 12. Yeah, they do 24. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all that, how that would work out if it was the it's FBS. Like, you just got to make 
Man. Top 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. For the most part. Yeah. You know? But all 10 conference champions would be in there. Right. It would. So that really makes the conference championship worth something. Yeah. And I think with this doing it this way, it still holds on to what the conference championship actually means. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It actually means something. Because in that sense, like I said, Utah wouldn't even ain't even going to be in the playoffs mm-hmm. this year. I mean, they're going to the Rose Bowl. But they'd have been the fourth seed. Right. Clemson is going to the Orange Bowl. They're not even sniffing the playoffs. They would have been the three seed. Right. And got a bye week because they won their conference. So I like that how the conference, the six top conference champions get in. Mm-hmm. And the top four is for conference champions only. Right. So like even in this year, like this year where Michigan's two and Ohio State's four, Michigan won a conference, they would be – Two, Ohio State would be out of the top four mm-hmm. and would be five because they was not an actual conference champion. champion. Yeah. yeah, so that'll be nice, too, because then that also kind of forces the hand that if you don't win your conference, you're not going to get the bye. Yeah, so now it's going to be a fight for conference champion because exactly. Yep. a power five and somebody's not going to have a bye. Yep. A conference champion, pretty exactly. much. Exactly, yep. Right. Yep, the power five, one of the power fives, and probably the group of five, more than likely, yeah. won't be one. I mean, unless just chaos happens. Right. <laughs> Which that happens a mm-hmm. lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, that was our playoff talk and our expanded playoffs and everything else playoff related. That was kind of exciting that it all got to that point. It's crazy how it all got shook up on championship week. With USC losing and then hmm. TCU lost, right. and then that made everybody wonder how they were going to go with it. And then the arguments and fights and discussions for Ohio State and Alabama, and it was pretty interesting. So, another thing we're talking about is the Heisman winner, hmm. Caleb Williams, USC quarterback. What do you think? I think, yeah, uh, uh, I think he was a guy that can win it. There was a lot of options. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there were guys that had it in the fold and then they lost it. And next guy came up, he had it and lost it. And mm-hmm. Caleb was one of the guys that kind of just kind of hung around, you know, had good numbers, have good wins, signature wins, stay healthy wow. to the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because um, I don't think will he even be ready for the bowl game? No. I, well, yeah. I don't know. I doubt yeah. he'll play in it. Right. I do. Right. I don't so, think he'll play in it anyways because I think they're playing Tulane in the Cotton Bowl or something, so right. I don't think they would play him anyways. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think so. I think, you know, there were some other guys could have got more love, Yeah. you know, than, than what you know what was done. But we talked about it. There's, there's a lot of guys voted early, you know, before the, the championship, championship week. Yeah. There were votes cast, you know, weeks ago, maybe even months ago. Yeah. And the guys, you know, of course, they're going to be signed with their – their conference, their coast, and uh, then they'll save a few, a few guys to kind of hold out and see who has those signature wins, cast their votes. and um, But I think there was a few guys that was worthy that could have won it. Yeah, I think um, it's crazy. Like, this is the one year, like, down the stretch, just like you say, I mean, like, okay, everybody thought, okay, that Hendon Hooker, you know what, he probably deserves to win it, then he gets hurt. Right. Then you start hearing the Michigan running back's name coming up. Right. And then he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them get an invite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like once they got hurt, everybody just forgot about this everything they did. You know, yeah. which is wild. 
It is. And then it was like, okay, well, and I remember we talked before and during the game. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, here we go. Caleb Williams, this is your chance. Right. This is where you're going to win the Heisman tonight. You're going to beat Utah and go right. to the playoff. Right. And he lost. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Before that, mm-hmm. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. It was like, yeah. CJ Stroud, here we go. This is against Michigan. I mean, this even early on, Bryce Young was. Yeah. Again, you know, yeah. Mm hmm. Course. And then it was like, okay, CJ, here's your chance, here's your opportunity. This is Michigan. Put up big numbers, win the game. You're gonna seal the Heisman right here. But loses. Mm-hmm. Caleb Williams does that, then loses. Right. Then TCU. Max Duggan. Yeah. Max Duggan fall behind has a hell of a comeback. Yeah. And I don't understand not doing a quarterback sneak on fourth calls, goal. dude. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. But. <laughs> Um, but yeah. even in that game, then he lost. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all these players had all this opportunity to take the reins and right. win this Heisman and have their Heisman moment. Mm-hmm. And it just slipped through everybody's hands. Yeah. And like you said, the people who voted, if you voted before, because the the um, votes are due in like Sunday night mm-hmm. or something after mm-hmm. championship weekend. And um, if you vote before then, then they should take your vote away. Right. You shouldn't, should. you shouldn't vote that early. I mean, there's some people just, you know, just biased about their conference and things like that. Oh, well, yeah, of course. You know? I mean, that's going to happen. But, I mean, in the same sense, you should never vote early. How can you, no, how you, can you pick the happen. best of the whole picture if mm-hmm. you don't watch the whole picture? Right. You only see... Ninety percent of it. Because you're talking three guys: um, Michigan's running back, Caleb Williams, Max Duncan, mm-hmm. all the way up to championship week. We're undefeated. Yeah. Well, no, USC had one loss. Yeah, USC had one. Yeah, yeah. one loss. But the other two were undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, CJ had one. Yeah. You know, but to the end, I mean, you had two guys that were still undefeated, still had solid numbers. Yeah. All the way up to championship week. But votes were already cast. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. And then, as we talked about, like with Stetson Bennett, mm-hmm. he no did love. do what he had to do. Yeah, but no, no love. And he ended up finishing, I think, second or third. Or no, he finished fourth, fourth in the Heisman vote. Mm-hmm. He did, and mm-hmm. it's like, why? I mean, yeah. What more can I do? I'm, uh, well, yeah. I'm winning. <laughs> I mean, you're not crediting you're not crediting me with the win, but I'm not doing anything to screw it up either. Yeah, exactly. You I'm know? not losing these games right. like these other guys are. You yeah. know. So I mean, I just I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't. Me either, man. And like I said, I mean, I don't think he's the best player in college football either. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but it was open for anyone to grab. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like it was a runaway guy. Now early mm-hmm. on, you would think, okay, Hooker, numbers he was putting. Oh up, yeah, beating the teams he was beating. Yeah, and the know? wins he was getting. Right, you say, yeah. oh man, this dude's that far ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, but then of course he plays the Georgia game, and then he gets injured. Yep, and, and the uh, South Carolina game. Yeah. The, Spencer Rattler game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so how about this? What what is like so the so the favorite going into next year would probably be Caleb Williams because he's coming back and mm-hmm. he's already got the trophy. Mm-hmm. So we pretty much know they usually have them in as even though he ain't gonna win it again. Right. They normally don't they do ain't. the back to back thing anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. Everybody tries to hype it all up, but we know that ain't gonna happen. Right. So what who is a 
player that people need to be looking out for next year. Okay. Uh, first guy come to mind to me is Michael Pence Jr. Mm-hmm. Went 10 to Washington. Oh, okay. Led, led the NCAA, 4,354 yards, 29-7 TD interception ratio, 66%. Hell yeah. And got an opportunity um, on top of, which is not included here, yeah. uh, possibly the Pac-12 championship game. Mm-hmm. Boise at home, Oregon at home, Utah at home, which is always mm. a solid team. Yeah. You got two two road matchups can be signature wins for him mm-hmm. uh, at Michigan State and at USC. Ooh. Right. Yeah, because Michigan State coming to Washington earlier this year right. was kind of the game that put him back on the map to let everybody know that he was there because they dominated Michigan State. Right, right. And possibly can have a rematch in the yeah. championship game. So he'll get the matchup with Caleb Williams yeah. at USC. Head to head. Yeah. So head that could head. be a big game deciding who can the end game. up and, and he's on the road. Yeah. So that looks better. It looks better. It does. Although I may probably wish he'd bring them up there to him. Oh, of course. Up in Seattle. Of course. <laughs> of course. But to do it in that on that stage. Oh, yeah. That would be a know. big game. It will. Yeah, that will be a huge game. Yeah. I got one for you. Shoot. I got Drake May. Now, they've had a lot moving parts and pieces or whatever, like every other team has, so we'll have to see where they end up at. But I think this kid right here is really, really good. Right. I think he surprised a lot of people. He wasn't really on the radar. Yeah. You know, early on. Uh, well, you didn't know. I mean, his first year started, though. Yeah. But I knew he had some solid pieces around him. Uh, Josh Downs, he, he impressed me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he'll probably be a first-round pick. Right. Very well. And uh, they can kind of just get somewhat get that running game back to what it used to be. Yeah, they started to get it going a little bit there at the end. Right, they did, but the damn defense couldn't stop nobody, so they always had to throw it. Right, so that's why I'm thinking a lot of times. I mean, he would kind (laughs) of overshadow his numbers by that. Yeah, you know, as far as the team and how the team was playing. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be the biggest thing for Drake May is Mm -hmm. I don't know if he can have enough wins. Yeah, to justify the Heisman. Right. You know, because I think when Lamar won it, I think he only had like nine wins. Yeah. But he was electrifying. Oh, Both, of I course. Mean, running and throwing. And on the big stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but yeah, but Drake May, this last year, his first year starting or whatever, had 4,115 yards, his third in the country. Mm-hmm. He was fifth in total touch, fifth in passing touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, had seven picks. And he had won his first six, seven games, I think, with only like one or two turnovers. Mm. He had a little more there at the end because he was forcing it. Right. He completed 67.2% of his passes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here's the thing, too. He's got it. And this, some of this is on him. Well, a good amount of this is probably on him. He was right. sacked 38 times last year. Right. Because he loves to hold the ball. Right. He does. And try to make something happen. He does, right. so. so I think that's something they can probably tweak with the offense though in the play calls. Yeah. And one is make sure there's not a lot of deep routes. Yeah. Kind of help him out. Yeah, he'll start the year off. He's got some pretty good matchups where he can um showcase himself. I mm-hmm. mean, they do got their regular conference schedule, which is all right. But um they get South Carolina in Charlotte. Mm. Now, if Spence was there, which I don't think he will be. What do you mean if? He got. He ain't gonna well, be there. Yeah, well, right, as of right now, he's there. Yeah, he for the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He gonna wait till he beat Notre Dame. 
I'm telling right. you, South Carolina gonna beat no damn that kid gonna go pro. Uh, yeah, but hey, yeah. it's gonna be a tall task though, just to beat no Notre Dame. No, they play some solid games. Yeah, but a lot of players have declared for the draft yeah. and sitting out the bowl game. Yeah. It's like we talked about in the and preseason. The quarterback, was it? Yeah, quarterback, quarterback left that uh, yeah. that tight end. He's watching one college yeah. entering the draft. Like their leading tacklers entering the draft. Yeah, it's like we said. All he's going to say is, I threw four touchdowns against Notre Dame and won. Well, not only that. Ain't nobody going to give a damn who was playing yeah, in the gonna, game. He's going to include that with the, the end of the regular season. So, he'll say the mm-hmm. last three wins were against. Oh, yeah. Ranked teams. Yeah. Tennessee. Yep. Clemson. And yep. now Notre Dame. And Kentucky earlier this year. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, it'd be a really good matchup if he was there. But I don't, he ain't going to be there. We'll and they get App State again. Which was that track meet of a basketball game that they played? Right. Minnesota comes to North Carolina. Okay. That might be with PJ Fleck. See what he can do and put up right. some good numbers against them. Right. And then the big one I like is he gets the re- and I don't know they haven't set the date yet. Is he he gets his rematch at Clemson against that club Nick. Okay. Yeah. So he can he got a few games on that game after signature wins. Yeah. Now and that's on the road at Clemson. Yeah, at Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. And they go to one division next year. Okay. So they might actually end up playing each other twice. Right. They might. So I think that'll be pretty interesting. That's so yeah. those are a couple of people to look out for in right. the Heisman coming up next right. year. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go more in depth, you know, as we go through, you know, next year and oh yeah, in the spring, things like that. So because, uh, like we mentioned, there's a, still a lot of stuff to be determined right now. Oh, yeah, so, of course. Them dudes right there we know. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be back. Hopefully, they stay healthy. We make yeah. these predictions. Yeah, that's early. the biggest thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? stay healthy. We stay know they ain't going nowhere. Just yeah, stay just healthy. Stay healthy. <laughs> right, it is. That's the biggest issue right now. Yes, sir. All right. So yeah. So also too, like I said, during before all this gets kicked off and gets going, we're gonna um do some more different episodes and everything. Like I said, it's been a little while since we've been back. Mm-hmm. Been dealing with a lot of medical stuff and just life and work and like i said this is a hobby not a job (laughs) not yet at least (laughs) so i mean we still gotta make room for everything else but what we're going to end up doing is this year that we're going to do different that we haven't done in the past that we was going to try to do Uh in the past but we wasn't able to is saturday the 17th at 3.30, we will be live streaming on Facebook the Washington State versus Fresno State, uh, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. We will. So everybody get to see who the hell we are. <laughs> I said he's just talking heads and voices. So we're going to end up live streaming it on Facebook through our College Football Sunday. And we're going to do that one, the Washington State versus Fresno State mm-hmm. at 3.30 Eastern on saturday and then we're gonna do a couple of them during this bowl season right we are and we'll just kind of announce them as we go yeah and then the next one we'll end up doing is that monday the 26th the day after christmas we got we're gonna do the new mexico state versus bowling green which will be the quick lane bowl end up doing that one mm-hmm. and then the last one that we're going to do this year is we're going to do the sugar bowl on new year's eve at noon 
Alabama versus Kansas State. All right. That's going to be some really good ones. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. So before we wrap it up, let's go through our big board. We haven't really touched on our big board lately. Hey. We haven't. It's pretty much all set up and filled out now. So our our leading biggest topic that we built up all year was Vanderbilt football points versus baseball points. Right. And Vandy fell just a little short. Now are we including are we gonna include bowl games in this these numbers? They didn't make a bowl game. No, 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 but I mean some of the other stuff. Oh, the what wins and all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll still include the, those. We yeah. will for the ones that made it. So yeah, Vandy had two hundred and ninety five points on the football field while the baseball team scored three sixty eight. That's hey, but that's that was a that's good a hell run. of a fight. You did right. That's a great you fight. You did right now. So we'll 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 we we'll, well that's between the previous year for the baseball team. Yeah. So we can look at what the baseball team does this year also mm-hmm. compared to what Vandy put up. Yep. I mean also. Another thing that we did was Kansas. Mm-hmm. Needed three wins for us to buy a mini helmet, and I'll be damned if they ain't win six. They blew out of water. Yeah, and yeah. we have the mini helmet. Right. We do. So we came through for you, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Great season. And here was the thing that we that I kept saying wrong was Kansas win. Kansas will not win as many games as Tampa Bay loses. <laughs> Tampa just lost today. He got seven. And got seven. Right. And Kansas has six wins. <laughs> but Kansas does have a bowl game. Right. So we still got that. So right. we'll run that back and touch on that one. Right. We will. Another thing we had on there was Texas. Five wins. I thought five wins. That I thought would have been a decent season for them. And right. they messed around one eight. Yes, sir. They did. They had a great year. Definitely. And here's one I really... Drop the ball on was OJ Norvell versus Mike Norvell. Colorado State won three games. <laughs> I'm just saying, brother, uh, I wasn't too confident in that. Hey, but you thought Mike Norvell win nine games? No, no, I thought he'll win more than Jay. <laughs> we we weren't choosing number wins. We were just saying who were going to win more games, and I was more confident that Mike was going to win more than Jay, <laughs> and he was. He did a heck of a lot yeah, better than Jay. He did way better. Three right. times is good. Right. Then we had some mini helmet games we had on here. We had mm-hmm. New Mexico State and UMass. So New Mexico State ended up winning. Yeah. Then we had UMass and UConn. Right. And UConn, bowl eligible. Not, not good for UMass. <laughs> no, not at all. Could UMass lost both opportunities. <laughs> right. And then the one I had a lot of interest in was Wyoming at Colorado State. And Jay Norvell let me down in that one, too, again. Right. You can never bet against Wyoming. (laughs) Well, it's messed up because it was really a close game. Right. Let me see if I can find the score for it or whatever. It was actually a pretty pretty darn close game. Mm -hmm. It was. I want to say it was like by a point or two. Mm. Lost to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. 14-13. 14-13. Yeah. And it did. Good guy him. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Spencer Rattler. We set the, the line at 10. Didn't disappoint. Damn right he did it. My boy came through. Heck yeah. Got Ooh. 11. 11 interceptions in the SEC. Yeah. And four fumbles yeah. lost. Yeah, a little extra to it. And we got another game left. Right, right. So, can't wait now. to see if we can get that number hopefully, up. So. Hopefully, DBs can hold on to it. Uh-huh. 
All right, Taz, who'd you have with your surprise team? My surprise team, the disappointments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I went with the well, first one was Nebraska. Uh huh. Went in the division. Nebraska only won four games and they fired their head coach. <laughs> yeah. Have a new one now, but they fired their head coach. <laughs> My second team was NC State. Uh-huh. Predicted eight wins. We're in the conference. Well, we win the conference. They won eight games. Mm-hmm. That was a debacle. I mean, to some extent, kind of surprising, but the quarterback did get injured early. So yeah, that's kinda, true. Kind of hurt him right there. Yeah, the one that came through for me though, mm-hmm. Washington. Yeah, you really hit on that one. I hit on that Washington. was a damn good one. I, we know you picked for seven for wins. Seven. Yeah, my boys, my boys came in with ten. Yeah, you know, I, I want to say they only won four last year. Right, I think they got shaded. You know, from the um, championship game. I think yeah. she got in there. You know. And then lastly, my team Navy uh, didn't do too well. Didn't do too well yesterday. Um, Fired their head coach this morning. Uh, no surprise. Yeah, no been surprise. there fifteen years yeah. as the head coach. I was getting close though. I mean, yeah. Predicted six. I got four. <laughs> <laughs> my boys fell a little short. <laughs> so Steve, who do you uh, average for your surprise team? All right, my surprise teams. I got two. Or I hit on one, right. missed on two, and I got one still floating. Right. My my one, I have Missouri. I had him winning seven games. Right now we're six six. Right. All right. And right. got uh I wanna say Wake Forest in the in the bowl game for a chance to okay. end up winning that one for me and trying to get me my seventh win. Right. Yeah, they got Wake Forest on the twenty third. Right. <laughs> um, so that one's still in the air. That one still could be, maybe, maybe not. Next one I had was Colorado State. Mm. I had, I saw six wins. There was six wins on that damn schedule. You saw it. I did, yeah. and they should have did it, and <laughs> they won three. So yeah, but hey, I got you. With three, hey, with going three and nine this year, they could be my surprise team again next year. <laughs> yeah, but we may not get any better. Nah, I'm switching that one to Colorado next year. Right. <laughs> so, one I did hit on, though, and it came down to the last weekend, was Purdue. They mm. did. End up coming through, won eight games and won the division like I was expecting. Right. It was. Through. And it came down to the last weekend. It did. It was really, really close. Right. So, and then the last one I had was UNLV. I was one game off. off I had six. They ended up winning five, and they fired their head coach. Sure did. They They did. Fired a new one, not shortly after. (laughs) Yeah, because they lost the game. And what ended up screwing them is they lost the game at Hawaii. Mm. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And they started out hot. They did. They started out hot. One, two, three, four, four and one, starting yeah. off, and then they kind of fell yeah, off. Yeah, that Hawaii team, like I said, they started out slow. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. And then, like I said, they wouldn't have lost to Hawaii. Right. Then they would have got their six wins. Probably would have kept their head coach. And Hawaii went three and ten. Mm. They did. So that was one of them, unfortunately. Right. So yep, that's our big board. That we got there mm-hmm. and what we've been keeping track of all year, we have. So we got a little, couple more still kind of out there floating. We do. I mean, we got the Missouri ones still out there. Yeah. 
Um, the well, I guess the Mike Norvell thing. He can win ten. Texas can end up winning nine. Tampa lost today, so well, they got seven losses. Kansas got six wins, which is crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, Spencer Rattler. He's still throwing out some there. more picks for us. He's still out there. Yep. To add to his total. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so that right there is going to pretty much wrap up this episode that we had. We're still going to, like we was talking about, we're going to do a, we're going to come up, create our own All-American team. Right. We are. We got um, bowl games coming up and throughout the next couple of weeks. So we'll try to stay on top of that like we did during the season, doing some recaps and previews and stuff like that. And then we'll work our way all the way through the playoffs and into the national championship and then like i said we'll have another episode we'll talk about this nil and transfer portal stuff that's going on and everything and how college football is getting turned upside down (laughs) tell me about it it is so yeah i think that'll pretty much wrap this one up i think we did a pretty good job it's good to get back on the mic and yeah get back back out to the people get back in the game uh we appreciate you guys um for being patient you know, I mean, we all love this game. Um, we see a big change over the last few years. More to come. Oh, so, yeah. So stay tuned. And uh, we're all um, just kind of be on the lookout for for more changes. Because we're going to have some more surprises at some point. We just don't know what they are. Oh, yeah. We definitely don't. And we got a lot of coaching changes that we're going to end up talking about. Right. We'll probably talk about the coaching changes with the NIL and transfer portal one. Right. We will, because that has a lot to do with what's going on in college football right now. Right. And uh, so, well, that's all I got for him, Taz. You got anything for the people? No, man. Just stay tuned. Um, and, uh, we, we again, we do appreciate you guys for listening and hanging in there with us. Uh, so we'll do our best to kind of keep you guys in tune, um, bring some information possibly that, you know, you're not really getting out there on the net. Yep. You know, different insight, different views from the, you know, I'm two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> <For real. laughs> well, all right, everybody. I hope y'all enjoyed it. We'll see y'all on the next one. And don't forget about the live stream on Saturday. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace.